0: Welcome to Braving the Elements, Nickelodeon's podcast about all things Avatarverse. I'm Janet Varney. And I'm
1: Dante Bosco.
0: Now, one of the biggest gets we got this season on Braving the Elements was this absolute legend of a voice actress.
1: Yes, who I've known since my days on the American Dragon, Jake Long.
0: Oh, really got your, uh, slid your other credits in there, huh?
1: Well, she played my mom (laughs) Twice. That's that's history.
0: Absolutely, it absolutely is. Friends, we are so excited to resurface one of the most iconic voices of the Avatar verse. She played Judy, who was the ever-so-polite front woman of Bossing Say's conspiracies. The wonderful Lauren Tom.
2: Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. You got Nickelodeon was so smart to choose you guys to host this podcast. You're both so adorable. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I want to adopt you. <laughs> you want to adopt us? I do. Oh,
0: Lauren, you're too busy for that. You have a whole other family, and you're like the workingest woman in show uh, business. You
2: have you. so
1: many things going on. And some people out there know that you are my mom. That's true.
2: True. Yes, I got to play Dante's. Mom twice.
1: Twice. Yes. In American Dragon, Jake Long, and a pilot we did together that didn't get picked up, but it was such a good pilot. It was called The Chang Family yes. Saves the World, produced by John Ridley and uh, Paris Barclay. King. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> and this was on camera. This was an ABC it was on camera. pilot. Somehow,
1: Lauren was
0: supposed to pass as your mom.
1: I <laughs> know. Uh, we were like the Fantastic Four. We were like this family that found out that we had magical powers. I guess the parents knew they had magical powers, but the kids we found out that we had magic powers and we had oh, to save I love the world. That.
2: Yeah, our family kicked butt. We we were awesome.
1: We were awesome for sure. We were uh, the Chang family saves the world. We'll, we'll see if we can someone can find that out. I was going to
0: say we got to get our hands on that. Oh man. Beautiful beauty. That's going to be So, okay. So we just talked about two things. Lauren, I'm going to throw out some fandoms. I'm going to throw out some projects um just in the animated world and I want everyone to know I'm not even scratching the surface, but you may know her from Dragons and Nine Realms, Disenchantment, Young Justice. Uh, King of the Hill, anyone? Too many more to count? Uh, of course, maybe on Futurama. <laughs> and this is very near and dear to my heart because uh, up at SF Sketchfest, the comedy festival I produce, the Futurama Gang has come up year after year after year, and they are sold out every year. We've had to add shows. Every they're like the highlight of the festival. So That's the highlight of my year.
2: Oh man. Going there and seeing my family and doing it's so oh. much fun at Sketchfest. Love that. And you and Phil Lamar have been in like so many things together also. It's like
0: between you and Dante and then Phil Lamar, I feel like you've got all projects ever covered. Like
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I cannot even tell you how grateful I am and excited that Futurama got picked up again. And I can't yes. wait for everyone to see the new episodes. that are really funny. <sighs> and um it's be great. yeah, I've got these two giant tuitions to pay for my kids. <laughs> so
1: I'm like, thank you, yeah,
2: universe. I can do this, you know? On top exactly. of the
1: legendary Joy Luck Club, which is just a legendary. Well, that's club. just the animated
0: no. stuff. Dante, name some
1: on-screen stuff because there's like a gajillion of those two. I mean everything. I mean Friends. I mean I. <laughs> the thing, those are the things that just jump out of my mind that I see your face like instantly. It's so our... funny
2: that I've like I've studied as a trying to be a serious actress, you know, and doing all these classics in theater. But the thing that most people know me from is Friends, and they just want to know if David. Twimmer is a good kisser. And I'm like, it's all come to this. <laughs> that's that's it. That's from all my years of hard work.
0: <laughs> it's all come to Are that. You kidding? No, there's no way people don't want to talk to you about Supernatural because that is oh, another supernatural. Like, yeah, that's huge true. fandom. The that biggest is, fandom. Oh, my gosh. They And they really appreciate that whether you do one episode or a huge long arc, they're like very present to each person who appears on that show, which Uh, is so lovely.
2: Man, I I did only three episodes of Supernatural and it's been years of loyalty and support and love from that fandom. I, I have to say Supernatural and Futurama are a really rabid fan base. And yes. um they support my fundraising like nobody's business. And it, it just oh, it wow. means the world to me. Like when I say I care about this and then they're like, Okay, here's some money. I care about what you care about. It's it's yes. very touching. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so wonderful. It is
1: wild to go to the comic cons and when the supernatural folks show up, you're like, Who what's going on over there? Oh. Supernatural. Like, oh
0: crazy.
1: That's what all those long lines are for. Yeah. The supernatural and then like, Excuse bunch.
0: us, we're going to
2: start our own comic con, just a
0: supernatural <laughs> <laughs> convention, all of its own. Like, we'll take those lines away and bring them over there.
2: Oh yeah, it's insane. Uh, uh, and, and, yeah, um, but anyway, I, I'm happy to be part of that universe. And yesterday was Star Trek Day, and I did one episode of Lower Decks, oh, and now I'm part so of that family, cool. which is really really fun. It's amazing. But the Avatar family is amazing. Yes! Like all the memes that have come it. from Judy. Like who knew that uh, I mean it makes me feel like it keeps me current you know with the young folk yeah. with the kids
1: well well before we go into avatar verse where did it all start where are you from originally
2: I'm from Chicago originally Chicago
1: yeah, yeah. oh wow did you act out there did you do second city I was city? a dancer you, like- I, w- I was super shy
2: so um dancing was yeah. perfect for me cuz I didn't have to talk And then, um, so I did a chorus line when I was really young on Broadway, like I was 18 years old and, and everyone was much older. So they said, you know, you really should study acting. Otherwise you'll be done by the time you're 30 because you
1: did a chorus line on Broadway. Can you believe that? That's just crazy. That's Fosse.
2: Well, no, it's Michael Bennett. It's Michael
1: Bennett. So close. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of the great choreographers. Right, right. I can't believe you did the chorus line in the '80s. That is so crazy. Yeah, yep. shocking. It
2: was, and it's such shocking. a
1: powerful show. I mean, I've I've never seen it live. I've only seen the film, but I love that show.
2: It, it was like it was just such a gift for me. I was 17, and I just turned. Uh, they had to wait for me to turn 18 so that I didn't need wow. like my parents oh my with me. So it was really great because the the cast was much older than me and they gave me the advice of, you know, you're going to be done by the time you're 30 because being a dancer is like being an athlete. So you really should study acting. So, yeah. So that was just like a gift that dropped down from nowhere. Um,
0: And they really were like, you're going to have to have a plan B and your plan B. Yeah, it can be acting. You know, so sorry, this dance thing might not last. Well, it's but like maybe being can't an athlete. Scrape together you know? some jobs. Uh, yeah, doing some I, acting. Little did we know.
1: You're, you're like J Lo. You're a dancer. Became an actor. You're like J Lo. Do
2: you know that I actually auditioned against J Lo back <gasps> in the day in L really? A. What? And we were both, oh, you know, wild. started as dancers, and then she got. I can't even remember the name of the movie, but we were both up for the same part, and it got down to the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wow, yeah, I kinda I crazy. cannot believe
0: I'm so glad that he randomly
2: brought up J Lo. That's amazing. That is random. Clearly, they wanted someone of color, so so that was good. But anyway, she yeah. got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you have you've had this career. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Good. She's fine. Yeah. Good. She's uh, fine. But you, you've you had this career that is really, like, it's my ideal, and I would guess that it's Dante's as well, because you do cross over so seamlessly from, like, the Joy Luck Club, and, like, I, I watched Goliath, and you had a whole arc on that. And... Oh, you watched
2: Goliath? Thank you, Janet. I, lo- I
0: love that show. It's so wild. Like, that show, is, I never know crazy. what they're going to do from season to season, and the tone is always so different and strange, and so I'm always so interested to see what they're going to do, and it was very exciting to see you, but, and then you're going to constantly Comedy, and then you're going to animation and both sides of that. And like, and you're writing, you write, you know, you had a one woman show and you also yeah. write pieces that end up in publications. Oh, and gosh. so I- you sound like my mom. Well, actually, we have her here. Could you come in here for a second? This is a big surprise. Um, no, I just, you have that kind of career where sometimes Dante and I talk about sort of diversifying and feeling like we have maybe too many plates up in the air. And then I look at someone like you and I'm like, oh, but yet I want all those plates up in the air.
2: Oh, you're so sweet. I, You know, whenever people ask me, young folks coming into the business and they ask for advice, I always say, you know, try to do as many things as you possibly can to give yourself more of a chance of working. And so I just have nothing but gratitude that I can even still do this, that at at my age and being like a five foot tall you know person of color and a woman on top of it like how am I even working I just have like a ton of gratitude and the voiceover world has really saved me through all those you know the writers strike and the the thin years that we all had as actors and COVID and you know because you guys know we never stopped recording I was in this little closet that I'm in right now in my husband's closet and I built a little recording studio so (laughs) you know I just feel very fortunate and I I I love being able to jump between dramatic roles because it makes me dig deep and then even this Mm -hmm. game i did called ghost of tsushima it was like the first game i ever did and that i had to dig so deep for that because my character lady masako like her whole family gets killed and then i'm trying to avenge them and um wow that was really challenging and who Hmm. knew like have you guys ever done a game it's yeah it's really hard it's like a
1: new thing that came out while we've been working it's like all of a sudden it's a new way to tell stories video games and here we are like like, the generation before us did no video games, and now that's something we do. It's kind of strange.
2: Yeah, and I had all this equipment I had to wear, like, on my head and on my body and try to keep it from falling off. Oh, you were doing, off. like, motion capture stuff. It was motion cap. Oh, my gosh. That's so hard to do. that. And then to dig deep and be, like, yeah. sobbing and, and oh rageful and then trying to keep oh. this thing from falling off my head. It was just, like... <laughs> It was so challenging.
0: As you're like, this is the future, I guess. I'm this living, is the future. I'm living in the
1: Spandex, future. Spandex acting. We're like all doing it? Blue Man Group. What's going on here? I
2: That's know. Right. And then, and then also, you guys know too that during COVID, when we were recording everything from home, you had to be your own engineer too. So that was like a yes. learning curve. And I was like, hey, an old dog can learn new tricks. But I, <laughs> I felt like you know we had to slate. Before each of our lines, which really kind of takes you out of the moment, it's like, take 117. I mean, you know, it just, it was a lot to learn. I I really have to take my hat off to everyone, you know, like just everyone for, for getting through this time. We've all had to just adapt and learn and grow and stay patient and stay loving to ourselves and other people because everything goes wrong. Uh, I mean, not everything, but like little things go wrong still, like every day, just from people being a little bit foggy and a little (laughs) bit off center, you know? Yeah, that's very true.
1: So just to put in chronological order the context of when you did Avatar with us, yes. I guess you were doing Teen Titans and uh, oh. Witch, right?
2: Oh, you've done your research.
1: I don't know these things. Were you aware of Avatar at the time when you were working on the show and when you got cast as Judy? And do people ever bring it up to you at cons or other places about that character?
2: All the time. And I'm always shocked because, again, I only did two episodes, but it just shows you how huge – the fandom is for this show. And I actually feel like I should make an eight by ten print of Judy because people ask for it and I'm just not prepared in my mind. And it's really been such a gift. And also just being able to work with Andrea Romano on anything is yeah. just right. You guys, like I she's yes. the best voice over director out there I just feel always like I'm in such good hands I feel confident because she's so trusting in our talent that it's kind of like yeah of course you know like whatever I do I feel like is the right choice but that's the best thing a director can give you I think is that freedom
1: and the trust I was so lucky I just started I mean I was still early in voiceover and I got through the show with andrea and it was it was so good and it's amazing she's such a legend and what's funny is we did an avatar reunion recently with with a lot of the like, series regulars and we had andrea on and she's retired you know so she hasn't been working in a few years right but as soon as she got on it was like she was directing us again in the panel oh
2: my gosh of course and we were she was. All like,
1: okay. directing
0: the course of how, where the panel was going we were just and... like Wh-
1: whatever, whatever okay Andrea's. that's and hilarious like, that's where we're going
2: Aw.
1: It was hilarious. Man,
2: that must have been fun for you, Dante. Just, and you were there too, Janet, right? Well, I was watching because I was in Korra, but not
0: Avatar Last Airbender. So oh, I just oh, I just right. came in as a fan and was watching oh, okay. and, you know, happened to know a lot of the people, but was like just fangirling out with everybody else. Um, But I, I absolutely can agree with Dante. Yeah. Andrea was like, now we should talk about da-da-da.
2: And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just totally
1: knew And Jack, to take what did you it. feel about? And we're like, okay. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man, that must have been so much fun for you.
1: No, it's great. And I love seeing her. I get to see her at cons. Sometimes we get to cross paths at cons, and it's always great to just catch up with her and yeah. just see how she's doing, how's retirement treating her. Yep. You know? I
2: just saw her at a Batman Beyond uh, convention, and that was super fun.
1: I mean, you must have worked with her so many times throughout the years.
2: She, well, I'm so grateful that she thought of me because it, it was. I think it was right when I was on Friends, too. Oh, wow. And, and so she brought me in to be Batman's girlfriend, Dana Tan.
1: She brought me on a Batman oh, thing great. too, and then she couldn't make the record. So I had to record with someone else. Oh. And I, you know, it's one of those things you don't audition for, and you just in there, and you're like, uh, why did Rondre think I could do this? I, 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 don't, uh, I need her what? here
2: with me right now. <laughs> I have to say, that's such a double edged sword because it's like there's nothing I love better than getting a straight offer because I hate auditioning so much. Right. Yes. But the other side of that is just that you're not sure why they chose you, yeah. and you're not. Right.
1: And then if they're not there, they can't tell you why they chose you. Exactly. <laughs> and now you're just looking at someone it's else like. Scary. <laughs> Andrea said I could do this. Role. Uh, what kind of powers do I have? What's going on? I don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah. Oh Isn't it amazing gosh. that we manage to like wherever our insecurity can find to weasel in. It's like I will oh, find yeah. a way to be worried about this, whether it's the compliment of getting the offer. I will find a way to be stressed out about oh, yeah. that just as much as like having audition. Will I get fired. Like Classic we are so actor. good. At yeah. going to that place, yeah, yeah. But wait, I, mean, I just want to ask really quick, yeah. Lauren. Sorry, uh, did you take voiceover classes, or was that one of those things where you had been acting and then the voiceover world like opened itself to you in a specific way through no, an agent I, or something? I, or I
2: never classes? took voiceover acting classes. I think they're out there, and you know, when people ask me how do I get into it, I always refer them to my friend D. Bradley Baker's website called "I Want to so Be do a I. Voice Actor." It's it's like the so easiest thing in the world because that, that and thing, yeah. he's so
1: thorough about it and oh, it keeps he keeps updating it all. So, yeah I mean, and he the just best.
2: spent so much time and energy putting that together and I I always say that I feel like the key to voice acting is being a good actor so yeah, I don't 100%. really think it's very different from that so take acting yeah. lessons and uh, that's what happened with me uh, king of the hill was my first voiceover audition oh wow and wow. I just I went in in person and I, I uh, they recorded me uh right there at the table with a little mic and And uh, I just felt like my talent agent just sent me in as an audition, just like any other audition. And then from there, I I don't know if you guys will agree, but I I think it's very insular. Like once you break in, you tend to get passed around. (laughs) It's (laughs) a small world. It's a small world. And then for your type, because I do feel like producers like to cast as close to the role as they can. Like, so if, especially if they're looking for, you know, an Asian woman, Um, then that's sort of like Lauren Tom.
1: Can we get Lauren Tom in here? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kind of like that. I went
1: to Kevin Michael Richardson's uh, who's another alumni from the show. His birthday was one of the big years of his he rented like a big boat and it took all the voice actors out (gasps) on this boat for the evening. And it was stacked with the whole everybody. I mean everybody was there. And I was like, first of all, I was like, how did I get here? one. Like, <laughs> Mark Hamill's there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, he's so great. DiMaggio. I mean, all the big voice actors are there. And then I then I thought, if this boat sinks, what are we going to do? <laughs> oh what, what's going to happen if this boat sinks? Oh, my gosh. You know
2: what? I have a similar story that w- we did a chorus line for Reagan. This is how old I am. Oh, um, wow. They flew our cast to the White House. Right. Oh, and wow. he was giving a little speech before our performance. And he said, there are so many governors and heads of state in this audience right now. It would be an awful thing if a bomb dropped here right now. <laughs> it was the most
1: Thanks, awkward
2: moment. That's Such a Ronnie, grim Dorothy. I then know. Like, and like, like, the
1: show, everyone.
2: I mean, <laughs> it was like dead silent. Like, how do you recover from that little blurb? Anyway, it was funny.
1: But well, you've done a lot of theater.
2: I've done right? a lot of theater. Yeah. I've done a lot of. Like, also, you did a one-man show. I did a one-person show. Yeah. My
1: apologies, a one-woman show. <laughs> no, that's okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. HBO was having like a, a festival in Aspen, and they were yeah. they're doing this diversity program where they they chose people of color to write about their stories, and so I was one of those people, and then I did uh, my show in Aspen, and then they filmed excerpts of it um, of. Because there were lots of performers. And then I ended up traveling around the country doing the show at colleges. And uh, wow, that's the closest cool. I'll ever get to Harvard. <laughs> I know, but, I know. Uh, but it was really fun for me to just interact with young people and to tell my story. It's kind of like the story is about my grandmother's journey, how she came from China to the United States, and how oh, wow. it's woven in with my. It was about my search for inner peace and enlightenment. Mm. So it was called yeah. Twenty Five Psychics, and it's about all the insane wacko like twenty five psychics, yeah, that I met. Trying to find like enlightenment, but they I wanna were, see this you show. You need to hang so out with Grey a Oh, I love Gray. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gray has sent a lot of people to psychics and
1: unfortunately I'm one of them. I went to a party uh, at Gray's house and there were psychic readings. and Of bingo. course
2: there were.
0: Yeah. Well, bingo
1: and psychic readings. That birthday
0: like, party. We were both there. I just realized. Did they oh, yeah. hit
2: anything right? Dante? Uh,
1: I think I won bingo. I hit that right. I don't remember. I was so... I was, <laughs> when I was doing Joylight
2: Club, Club, the producer, who's like a f- good friend of mine, Janet Yang, she said, Lauren, don't tell so many people that you believe in that. It's like outing yourself. <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, it just makes you seem like a ditz. She goes, I'm just trying to watch out for you, honey. You're like, well,
0: what I'm going to go ahead and do is put it into a successful show that's going to tour the country. So I'm going to go ahead and do well, the exact so. opposite. It and it's going to work out great. Oh, anyway, that's so
1: fascinating. Yeah. Just
0: going to say, great. I just
2: think there's too much in the world that we don't have the capacity to understand. So I just leave my mind open that there's a lot of mystery, like which is a good segue into Avatar too. Like you, you never know, like what's going on,
0: right? And absolutely, you're so right. And that is one of the big appeals about it because it's not pulling its punches. It's not living in a fantasy world where conflicts don't arise and where you know serious things aren't happening. That's not the case at all. But it is giving a voice to some of our own internal spirituality and, of course, paying tremendous homage to various Eastern cultures. And, you know, we have some Native American influence in there, and it's just such a a beautiful rendering. Um, But there is a lot of mystery inside of that universe as well yes, and yes. you know here we have with your character the gang coming into this city of we'll call it our city of walls and secrets since that's actually an episode title about bossing say and it's almost the polar opposite of what you would expect or hope from a city inside the avatarverse which is like everybody's in denial and everybody's conditioned right. to be in denial about any conflict happening and that that's the way you keep yourself sane right is like no no don't ask questions um don't explore don't explore your thoughts don't explore what's happening Correct. outside of these walls as long as you just ignore all of that that's what makes you safe and, and how here the opposite of that, obviously you're a seeker you yeah. know but here you play right. this character who's sort of been like conditioned almost hip- yeah. yeah brainwashed exactly yeah. Into, you know, no, 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 please, huh? let's not,
2: uh, no, no, no. And how appropriate for our times now. Like, there is no such yeah. thing as COVID in Boston.
1: <laughs> I know. There is no war in Boston. It's so wild how this show, years, all these years later, is so poignant for today in these times. And we, we talked yep. about, yep. Janet and I talked about it, where I, we told this story where a, a kid came up to me and he was, at New York City Comic Con, he was saying he was raving about the show and growing up with the show, and then and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm glad but, you know we all grew up together. And he goes, no, no, you don't understand. You programmed our generation. I said, what? He goes, you guys, this show programmed our generation. I was like, looking at him, and like, yeah, the hair wait. on the back of my neck stood up. And he goes, we are the generation that brought protest back, brought Black Lives Matter oh, back, man. Me Too movement. Wow. We're trying to get the world back in balance. And I was like, oh my gosh. What? So I mean, I can see why your hair things, stood up. I know, yeah. I, me too. I was looking at this kid like,
2: uh... Did you want to hug him?
1: <laughs> you know, we're actors and we do stuff and we do work. And, and a show like this becomes so impactful worldwide. I mean, we have no clue what we're doing is going to have that kind yes. of ripple in the future, decades later. Um, yes. I was almost in awe of the situation. I, you know, standing outside it. Like it wasn't yes. not me. It's yeah. like this whole thing that I'm a part of. Is, yeah. I probably was dumbfounded in the moment. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, and that's like it's our responsibility to honor that and be grateful for it. And gosh, so many of the people that we have on the show share that gratitude. So I think you're more right than that wonderful young man was willing to or even knew when you said we all grew up together. And he was like, no, no, no. But it's like, I don't know. Because if you get to work on amazing projects with amazing people and you don't lose sight of that gratitude, then you are growing up together. Like you are growing up 100%. in the environment yes. that can either turn you into the best or worst version of yourself if you lean yes. on the things that are really hard. About what we do, you know, you can sort of be molded into a version of yourself you wouldn't necessarily like, or you can, you know, take the lessons from shows like this and from meeting fans who've had those experiences and build off of that and realize that, You're inspiring people. You're inspiring people to create their own stuff, but also inspiring people on the front lines like somebody, you know, we have like EMTs and doctors and teachers and people coming in who are like, I understand that you weren't on the front lines, but you have to know I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't have Avatar, you know, to watch. And that's true of so many things that you have been a part of. Like, I know people feel that way about Futurana, which is a, a slightly lighter and funnier show. But right. it, that's also the thing that gets somebody through because they needed to have that laugh and they needed to that's feel that correct. connection with yeah. the people who are showing up to make that show so special, you know?
2: Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it, it really had such a profound effect on me to hear feedback like that because I don't know about you guys, but just growing up, I just felt like I didn't have any other aptitude other than like the creative side. Yeah, I never felt like I, I was actually a contributing member of society <laughs> Until I started getting feedback like that. Yeah, absolutely. And and also just being a person of color. Like, one of the most memorable experiences I had was when a young Asian woman came up to me after friends came out and said it was the first time she'd ever seen herself on screen. Mm. And how much that meant to her. Yeah. Um, So that that kind of thing really resonates with us as actors, I think. Because it makes you feel like you, yeah. My son asked me, like, the other day, like, what do you want your legacy to be? And I was like, oh. Oh my gosh, that's a that's a deep question. <gasps> and I just, you know, it makes me think of that because it's sort of like that I left the world a better place, that I in yes. some way like gave something rather than just took a lot of yeah. things, right. and, you know?
1: Yeah, you're such so, a pioneering part of the Asian American arts community. And, you know, we're in this golden era, you know, Craze Rich Asians post shang <laughs> all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Where, like it's this golden era of Asians and in, in pop culture and the arts worldwide. And you're a part of the yeah. pioneering era that kind of like we're yes. ushering that in and it's still a part of it now of course but you know it's part oh, of your legacy
2: it's really sweet of you to say yeah so
0: for your reward in addition to just getting to hang out with us which I know is rewarding in and of itself <laughs> let's pretend like in this alternate universe that we're building for you we can give you a hybrid animal since avatar is very much known for its various hybrid animals
2: well you know <laughs> I just think Momo is the cutest, cutest ever. But She's I have great. to say, is, yes. who I resonate with the most is the lion turtle. Because, oh. hey, because I'm a yes. Leo, right? Mm-hmm. So the lion, I mean, just the image of that animal is so beautiful to me. And yeah. so I've got the lion and I've got the Ancient because I'm so old, but I feel <laughs> no. like you're oh, timeless, so Lauren. You. You're timeless. <laughs> How dare you! But all the qualities that those two animals have, I would love to think that I have some of those in me. Uh, just about like the, the fierceness and the protectiveness that, of a lion, like uh, protecting their um, children. Right. Since I'm a mom yes, in real life. Absolutely. And then the turtle, like just having that patience and that ability to wait, you know, just being really wise. Yeah. That's what I would trying to go for. But I actually feel like I'm kind of far from that. <laughs> I feel like I'm more <laughs> like Momo, you know, like just this cute little thing. Um, but
0: but anyway. Momo's come in real handy plenty of times. He many, has many definitely times. saved the yeah. day once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Because we haven't fully gotten to lion turtle world yet, we haven't really taken that apart. But I don't even know if we would have thought to take it apart the way you just did. And I love it. Like, I have a deeper respect now for the lion turtle than I even did before, Aww. which I didn't know it could. Um, <laughs> no, but like breaking down those qualities like that's no, it's, really it's lovely, great. you it's know, because I could talk about otter penguins forever, but what am I saying? I'm like, oh, because, you know, they're cute. Um, <laughs> exactly.
1: They're both they like cute. to have fun. Cute goes uh, a long Both way.
0: animals. Uh, cute things they're with curious. big heads are the best. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lauren's like, I'd love to have the patience of the turtle. I'm like, oh no. I'd like to slide on my belly. Oh no. this is I gotta,
2: I gotta dig a little deeper. Oh. No, I'm pretty shallow too, because I just like the way they look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you managed to give that a lot of cred okay. uh, if that's all it was i'm yeah. very impressed
1: now another question we ask all our guests within the avatar verse but you know you're actually in so many universes you can ship anybody anywhere we talk about ships which is relationships things that did happen that are canon or a lot of fans out there like to do things out of canon that they wish would have happened is there any characters that you ship
2: so i like to keep things super wholesome so i'm gonna say oh. ang and tough because oh, I pays. actually ship
1: them too. I ship them really? too. You know, yeah. yeah. I like I like that 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 pairing.
2: I, yeah, you know, I'm a mom. I like things that are wholesome. <laughs> I, what can I say? <laughs> Oh,
0: poor Judy. Poor Judy. She was in a tough spot. Judy,
1: hopefully she wakes up, you know? Yeah. She's like in, yeah. in the zombie land. Sometimes I was like all these big things. I, I wonder what the figurative thing is like. I was like, what is the figurative thing of like vampires or werewolves or, or what zombies? I was like, oh, that's what the zombie thing is. Is like us walking around, not really right. questioning the world. That sounds just terrible. Aimlessly walking through life. That's...
2: Yeah. <sighs>
0: Guys, I'm so sorry to have to bring the room down, but well, uh, uh, the thing wow. I just found when I went to Avatar, the Avatar Wiki. What <laughs> it's, happened? It's, it was part of a ship of the week, and it's called Jew Squared. <gasps> Jew squared is the ship between one Judy and another oh Judy. Oh my goodness. Okay. There you go. Wow. Ask and you shall receive. Judy I just got with shipped herself. with myself. Judy squared. That is amazing. Well, we do know that our original Judy gets replaced with another Judy who I suspect is also Lauren Tom's voice. Just slightly, yes. you know, it's different. It's a, you're doing a different voice. Just repeated. But, um, we do have more than one Judy, so I get it. I wasn't expecting it, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually quite—it's amazing. Well, each would understand what the other had been through. I'll tell you that's that. true. It's uh, pretty clever. Yeah, their jobs are very, very stressful. Um, okay, and also, if you've had a chance to think about it at all, but there are a lot of really amazing kind of adversarial relationships in Avatar, and they change and morph with time. So the people who are enemies become allies, right. and vice versa. And is there someone that you really like a character in Avatar that is kind of a big bad? whether they stay that way or not, that
2: you're attracted to in some way. So I think for me, like the two characters that come to mind are uh, Azula, uh, you know, and yeah. Long Feng. And, and oh, uh, you well, know, yeah. Azula does come around, but it's kind of like, I'm not a big fan of coups, you know, and they, yeah. they, <laughs> they, yes. um, they were so plotting and manipulative. And and then, you know, Long Feng was my immediate boss. And so I, I yes. just kind of feel like yeah. I have a more personal, like, bleh against him so <laughs> yeah
0: so clancy articulate. clancy has one of those voices where the second you hear his voice connected with the character you're like uh-oh like there's I, something going on here it doesn't mean that he's a villain but there but he is someone i feel gets pulled in for complicated really interesting very smart characters who you're like there's something here i need to pay attention to when it's you know and voice, the you know?
2: irony is is that Clancy Brown is a friend He's of mine, so and lovely. you could not, like, find so another, lovely. like, right? He is an amazing so person warm. with so much yeah. integrity and intelligence and humor, and I just adore him and his family. And, uh, you know, our kids, are, my little one just started in college, and his daughter went to the same college, so, you know, they, <gasps> nice. they got connected, and she was helping him through and in the transition. I just he's just a great person and it is yeah. funny how many villains and bad guys he's he plays. intimidating
1: though i've worked with clancy yeah. a few times and every time he's in the booth it's always like oh he's
2: he is intimidating he has a he's well, very tall his presence physically
1: he knows how
0: to turn that on physically
1: tall and his voice is physically intimidating
0: yeah but then yeah. he's mr krabs too and you know but not he
2: also lex luther that's such I a genius casting yeah, Such totally. genius casting to
0: be like, and then Mr. Krabs. Like, right, right, Yes. Yes.
1: I mean, you have so many friends within the voiceover world and Avatar alumni like Clancy or Phil. And I'm sure you guys are working on multiple shows at the same time. Do you keep it like when you're in different booths on different shows, or you like kind of keep it in order in your brain? Like, oh, <laughs> well, I think we're all just as What's actors? our relationship today? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, we just
2: like li- try to live in the present, right? That's like the goal of being an actor. To just kind of be in the moment where you are, yeah. But it takes us forever because those guys are always
1: goofing around. Those are the best days, and yeah, yeah it takes forever because everyone's cracking up the whole time, inside mm-hmm. jokes and people being wild. You up know, in the I booth. can't
2: remember because it's been so long ago. Did we record Avatar like a radio play
1: or one at a time? As much as we can, of course. You know, they as try to get can, us in yeah. the booth, but then as much, much as I can, yeah, working, everyone starts moving around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's so much better when you can be
0: together. But Totally agree. Well, that's one of the things that's so great about Andrea Romano is like if you don't have the pleasure of getting to do that, you feel at least like Andrea is going to take me as close to that place yeah. as possible. How stitched she stitch it together? the cast like can't that. be there, she's really good at creating that same safe space, even yes. if it's just a one-on-one, you know? True, I agree. All right, we got to ask you the big question, the biggest the big of question. the bigs. Do you have a sense, and I feel that you do because you had such a great answer for why you uh, love a lion turtle. Do you think you know what kind of elemental bender you would be? I, every time I say bender to you, I feel like you're thinking about drama. <laughs> so it's like a whole different <laughs> right, level right, of right. bending.
2: Not that, um, not, oh, not that bender. Bender is, no. bender.
0: Bender, is no. bender. Bender is a metal
2: bender, I guess.
0: Yeah, so he's I guess so. probably
2: uh, earth bender. Uh, Lauren, what kind of bender would you be? So I think, again, because of me being a Leo, I would be a firebender. However, oh, having said Fire that, Nation. Oh. What? I, I took the BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> you did take the BuzzFeed quiz. And I came out as an airbender. So that oh. confused me. That's the so moment. I'm not really sure. That's
1: the dancer in you. The, like, is that what it is? is the, yeah. I
2: just tried to answer the questions truthfully, and that's what yeah. they spit out. So I could see that, I don't too. know. Maybe I could be both. Well, we I talk about that, too. That we're always also. like, why does it
0: have to be the avatar who can do all of them or just a type of bending where it's just one? Like, what about a exactly. twofer? What if you are like just right, right, right. air How and about fire? A twofer? I'd That's say you've earned perfectly
2: it. Perfectly articulated.
0: We're going to say that you are both an airbender and a firebender.
2: This is Lauren,
0: this, is so this has been so lovely and wonderful. We adore you. We would love for you to tell people if there's something they should be checking out. Uh, I know we've talked about a lot of different projects. If there's anything current that you are really excited for people to check out and you know where to follow Aww. you on social media if you're into that stuff, please.
2: Oh, that would be wonderful. Um, so you already mentioned a, a couple of them. So, well, Disenchantment is done now, but I loved being on that. And the Futurama episode should be airing, I think, uh, early next year. And right. then, Dragons of Nine Realms, I play the mother again. Um, uh, <laughs> our, my, yeah, my character's name is Mei Wong, and that's really a, a ton of fun. And then, um, I actually have an on-screen movie coming out. Uh, I'm not sure what the date is, but maybe to just put it on people's radar, that it's called One True Loves, with an S at the One end. True loves and it's um, by it? Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yeah, oh, she wait. wrote Daisy and the Six. She's a novelist. And yeah. so, this um, film... It was uh, based on her novel of the same title. And um, Dante, you'll love this, that it was written for a white family in New England, right? And they cast, the whole cast as Asian.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice. wow. Right. Wow. And nice. we never I mention it. it. I can't wait to see this. Right. Oh,
2: so great. it stars um, it stars Simu Liu from Shang-Chi Simu. and yeah. then um, Philippa Su from Hamilton, Oh, yeah. And um, she plays my daughter. And Michaela Conlin plays my other daughter. And then I'm married wow. to a white guy, a Michael O'Keefe, <laughs> who oh, you might wow. remember. Amazing. Yeah, he's a great actor. So oh, wow. uh, that was just such a joy to work on. And it made me feel good in so many ways, just about the diversity and, and the open thinking for them to even consider that. For everyone to be open to that idea is kind of
1: really cool. We're like in a new era of filmmaking, which is great.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah.
1: yeah. So
0: that's that's it. Got it. Are you on social media? Can people follow you so they'll actually oh, yes, like yes, even that's get a little? A great they'll Janet, they'll find you. out exactly
2: when One True Love's comes out. So I'm the same address on both. I'm Lauren Tom nine thousand on Instagram and Twitter, and I don't really do Facebook or anything like
1: Lauren Tom nine thousand.
2: Lauren Tom nine thousand, and the reason it's nine thousand is because I put in Lauren Tom. There was already one. Then I put Lauren Tom one. Lauren, Tom, two, Lauren, Tom, three. And then <laughs> when I got to four, like, oh, my gosh, all of those addresses are taken already. I'm just skipping to 9,000.
1: <laughs> love- Lauren goes from zero to 9,000 that quick.
2: That's
0: right. <laughs> I go from zero to 9,000. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, thank you again so much for being with us. We'll so let you, see you. resume you. your millions of projects. That was super fun. And, um, boy, you're the best. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, guys stay well thanks everybody alright everybody thank you so much for listening to Avatar Braving the Elements and hey make sure to subscribe follow leave us a review all of that really helps the podcast so much and we love you guys
1: next week we're recapping one of my favorite episodes of season 2 with one of my favorite people we're talking The Tales of Bossing Say with Danielle Radford
0: You can follow me on social media at the JV Club on Instagram and at Janet Varney on Twitter.
1: And I'm at Dante Bosco on both of those.
0: We'll see you next Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.